The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Joel Mahalik Show. What are you laughing at? You. Oh, my God. You're amazing. Now, Before you hit the start button, you're... Because I'm writhing in pain? Yes. <laughs> this is a very painful... Poor guy. It and is... I, my heart is bleeding for you. It is a painful podcast. Second. <laughs> the second that you click the button you're like hey hey you doing welcome <laughs> because the show has to go on i know and i'm not laughing at your pain i'm not i'm laughing at the <laughs> the turnabout that you just did from the, writhing in pain to jumping for joy the level of professionalism <laughs> i'm not laughing at you but I'm, I'm not i am hurting like a dog let me tell you folks I don't he, know. Uh, I don't know what is. happened. I was. I did. But well, I did. I walked the dog today. I did some laundry. I was doing dishes, and then I decided to make my lunch. And the and minute, that's... <laughs> the minute I grabbed the first ingredient, yeah, <clears throat> you know, yeah, my, my whole upper back started uh, convulsing. And and I got to tell you, this past week, um, I have back issues myself, and um, this past week, my back has been spasming. So I think I'm having sympathy spasms. Well, uh, I think relief for you is on the way because when we you we're going to get you a new recliner, and I think that, uh, yeah. that's going to help you because I th I think the couch is part of both of our problems. Yes, that couch has no support anymore. You no, know, none at all. And everybody cares about that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody cares about that. Sorry, guys. But anyway, welcome. Welcome to the show. I'm yeah, Joel, and that's, uh, that's Sharon over there. Um, yeah, that's so, me. I'm the lovely Sharon. That's right. See, I, the lovely. I, I embedded that into you so much that now I don't have to say it because you'll just say it for I'll me now. I'll just say it for you. There you yeah. go. And look, my voice is normal. Yeah, your voice is you're doing very well today with the voice. Actually, yeah, very normal, not yeah. scratchy and... Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to hear our show, uh, then you are, obviously. I mean, if you're listening to the show, then obviously you hear it. That was a really stupid. I was trying to, I was trying to move into getting like the 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 stuff out of the way that right. we we want to tell people. We want to tell people that the website is jmtalk.net, and that's where they can go and uh, listen to the show and subscribe to the show. Plus, there's the new 24/7 stream there, and it's uh, yeah, it's, that's it's, very exciting. Yes, it's interesting because it's marked by a button that says 24/7 stream. And that's how you get there. Wow. And then you can listen to us chatter all day and night. Yay. 24-7. 24-7. Yeah. Uh, you can also catch us at Facebook at, at, J, <laughs> at, at JM Talk. I am, I'm, trying not, I'm trying not to focus on the pain. I know. I and, totally. Uh, or Twitter at WQYB uh, Radio. 
So there you have that. That's the what, what, I, what I like to call the business of uh, the, the show. The business end of the yeah, show. Yeah, getting that out of the way. Exactly. Um, but we had um, what we wanted to talk. What we wanted to share today with you. I feel like I feel like there's going to be uh, like a very uh, like we want to share. So I, I, we're into sharing yeah, today. I don't know what what I was where I was going. I was looking for the right word, but I said I, I said we wanted to share with you today, and I thought. We're going to get into this like real thought-provoking. We want to share this story with you today. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to open uh, up your hearts. And that way you open up your wallets. <laughs> and open up your minds. <laughs> we, uh, we have said before on the show, uh, and I've been saying for a very long time, uh, that service just continues to go downhill. Um, oh, my God. Everywhere uh, you like look. Like the service industry. Yeah, or or any part of service. Even if you yeah. go to you go to a store and the, and the cashiers. I mean, I'm talking service yeah. to that all the way to your, when you right. talk about service industry, you're segueing into what we're going to talk about, which yes. is an incident we had with a service industry, right? Right. Well, with a a company that provides a service, right? A very specific service. Yeah. Very. How about a service? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so here's what happened a couple weeks ago. And the reason we, we waited to make sure that everything finalized okay with the incident. Right. We didn't want to give ourselves, I guess, bad karma <laughs> or whatever. Right. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, we, well, for years, we've had this uh, American Home Shield warranty. If you've ever heard of it, if not, it's it, it, it's a pretty decent, you know, program. Uh, it's a warranty program. company yeah, that for your appliances. appliances yeah. So right. um, that way, uh, and and it's good for, I, I think the biggest business is probably people, in, in, well, maybe in apartments. Maybe apartments that don't have maintenance if organizations. If you own a condo. Yeah, maybe a condo, yeah. uh, uh, mobile homes and things like yeah. that. So uh, and regular homes. Yeah, and basically uh, they yeah for a monthly fee and a uh, flat service fee for each time there's a problem. You're basically all your appliances are covered all the way to replacement if necessary. Right. Uh, now the funny thing is, is we is we've had like uh, real quick our washer. We've had our washer. Not that we finally bought a new one ourselves, but I mean for 15 years they would come out and totally rebuild. Yeah. Our washer yeah, every time the it needed only repairs. Thing they didn't do was put to, a new case on it. <laughs> right, put a new case, a new drum, and that's it. Like we had a whole new transmission. Yeah. Belts. Can you imagine? I mean, I, I mean, everything. They could have bought ten washers, right? In all the repair money they spent on our yes. washer. But anyway, I digress. So we have this two-year-old dryer, and uh, no, it's more like three or four. But okay, I think it's one or two. No, definitely three. It's or not four. one. I'll, I'll I'll go three at max, and that and I call you. Okay. <laughs> so we had this problem with it. Uh, uh, shutting down mid-cycle, and uh, yeah. so we call, we invoke the warranty, and um, it's a GE dryer, and so uh, we were happy to hear that. Uh, I, basically, whoever comes up next in the lottery for appliance repair gets the call, and GE Appliances of Delaware got the call. Right. So we we were happy about that because GE was coming out to service our GE. Right. It's not always like that. Usually, it's uh, hawk and flocking comes out to. Service your stuff. Right. And uh, and so uh, we received a call the day before from the tech. And I knew from the voice that he was the, uh, a tech that had come here before when we had a dryer issue. We had two different techs. And he was the first tech that came in. And, um, and then he wasn't the tech that came back. 
But, um, and I knew right away from the voice that it was him. And he was, um, the, you know, the experience wasn't very nice the first time he came. And you could tell immediately that he just did not want to be bothered. No, he said. He, not at all. He asked like, the, how dare you? Right. He asked what the problem was. I said, well, you know, it shuts down mid-cycle, you know. Um, and he said, do you know what causes that? And I said, well, I mean, I'm not a technician. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and, right. uh, and he says, your vents, your, your vents blocked. I'm like, no, my vent's not blocked. I said, we're pushing a lot of air out, uh, you know, out the wall. We're not. Right. He goes, and, and to get, you know, to give you the overview on the vents, the reason he's saying this is because the vents, and the, the hose going from the dryer to the wall is not covered under the plan. Right, which we found out later. Right. And he says, well, he says, what causes that problem is the vents clogged. And, well, okay, whatever. So, and very quick call, end of the call. And, he, you know, so I leave work and come to meet him the next day when he yeah. says that he's on his way. And he, um, and he comes in. And he opens the dryer door. He takes a picture of the label, which they always do. Has the model number. Mm -hmm. Turns it on. Rolls it back. So so the timer goes off. And he goes, your vent's clogged. I'm like, my vent's not clogged. I said, uh, there's a lot of air going out the, the right. wall. Right. It's not enough air. Okay. I mean, he didn't look at right. anything. I know. And he scrapes a little tiny bit of vent. Uh, no, uh, a little, lint. yeah, a tiny bit of lint. He opens up the dryer door, and the seal at the bottom that goes around the edge of the door. He takes a little tiny vent off, lint off. He goes, "You see this? Your vent's clogged. Nothing I can do for you." And he left. He was there all of ninety seconds, maybe. Yeah, ninety and seconds. And that's stretching it. And we pay a hundred dollar service fee every time he comes out. So he left. I'm flabbergasted, but I got to get back to work. And uh, I think this was a Friday, so I called on Saturday, American Home Shield, mm -hmm. and I'm explaining to the guy how upset I am about this. And uh, you know, I'm on the phone what ten minutes, and yeah. during the, that the ten minute mark, during this call, just a disconnection. So now I'm pissed. Right now, I, I so I, I I don't call back because I'm like I'm gonna call Monday. Right. So I call on Monday, and I'm having a conversation with them about this. And that's when I found out the vent wasn't covered. I said, well, that's regardless. I said, uh, you know, the guy was there for 90 seconds. Like, I really felt talking to them that that uh, the concern of mine about his time here had uh, was well, had no bearing. Yeah, you know, had no bearing on the mm -hmm. conversation. No. So they pulled his report, I guess, you know, and they come back on the phone, and, and she says, uh, he says here that uh, his report says that something crawled into your vent and is blocking your dryer. And that's when I went from being pissed to uh, completely losing it. Irate. People from neighboring offices came to see what the yelling was. I was on fire. Um, right. Again, even after all that, uh, American Home Shield and, and, and American Home Shield is not really who we're blaming here. No. I mean, you know, the, the, no. I, in a in a little fraction of a way, they had no, they just gave me no consideration. For what I was saying about what... So my story didn't count. Apparently only what he wrote. Yes. And since he was blaming it on the vent, 
they didn't care. So they so they offered us a second opinion, and if it came back that it was the vent, we would have to pay everything. Right. So I was standing firm, and I said, I want a second opinion. So we got the second opinion. Another company came out. Right. And um, it, it, what a transformation from... <laughs> First of all, this guy, <laughs> the second guy, talked to us. Yeah, yeah, he spoke like, to us. Talked to us, not at us. And very, very knowledgeable. Yeah, very knowledgeable in his craft. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, I did tell them... The com- because the conversation I had with them before he came out, I let them know uh, what was going on because G- um, American Home Shield, they don't tell their vendors really anything. So they really didn't know why they were coming out. They were just told second opinion. Right. And um, so he went through everything. He took it apart. Uh, he surmised everything. He went out. He, he went out back. And before he even got to the vent to feel the hot, that, they, that the yeah. air was hot. Yeah. Seeing the van blowing the louvers so bad right. and so much without even getting to the van, he said that's more than enough air being pushed out. And he looked behind the dryer and saw the vent system that we built back there. And he said that's a he said it was a great vent. He said it was a per- right. in fact he said it was a perfect vent because it's short and the air is getting right the hell out. Yep. Um. And uh, and it turned out to be a, a bad motor to you know to this point. Right. Well, I mean, that's after he took everything apart yeah. and really took the time right, to try and figure out what the actual problem was. Right. Yeah. Right. We f- he, fa- he figured that, or he found it to be the motor. Overheating. Overheating. Correct. So the next day I get a call from their office and uh, the office manager says, that everything is approved and the, the the motor's on order. And she tells me, she said that the lady at American Home Shield said, so there was nothing wrong with the vent? And she said, no, there wasn't. And the lady at AH, AHS said, huh. Right. Huh. Yeah. So hopefully they don't use that company anymore. Yeah. That really treated us like subpar humans and this was the second time we had it like the first time we had some stuff fixed with the dryer he was here maybe five minutes because he apparently made a list of parts right and so uh he came in and uh, you know um i tried talking to him very he doesn't so he was here a couple minutes and he said okay the parts are on order and he left and then later that day ge called not yeah no ahs called and they said uh you know, your parts are on order, and the technician set you a date for uh, February February 26th. I said, that's three and a half weeks away. We weren't having it. So Absolutely I not. changed it to seven days away. And, of course, we had a super guy come out from GE Appliances to do the install on the parts. And he was a little baffled because there were some extra parts that we didn't need that were ordered. Right. And the funny thing is, the second time, this yo-yo came in and told me there was nothing he can do and left. A couple of days later, two, uh, uh, what do you call it? The lint catchers. The lint, yeah. whatever. Two of them get shipped to our house. Now, no one's asked for the second one back. And I, I wonder if he wasn't coming back, why he had... You know, the, it's the trap. It's, we, yeah, the, it's the, the lint trap. trap. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, the trap. 
that you pull out after every um, load and clean after every that. load and clean it off. That's what he's talking about. So yeah, we get two of them, brand new. We didn't need any of yeah, them. Yeah, we didn't need any of them. Let alone two. So what was he up to? Well, I think. Well, I don't know. So I mean, GE appliances of Delaware at least need to really look at their service. You know, especially or just this guy. that technician. Well, yeah, this particular technician. I don't have his name. Uh, you know, and and I, I and I, you know, honestly, I don't know if I'm done. I, I don't know if I'm done with this now that the, it's all corrected. I, I feel like right. I, I want to get in touch with GE Appliances of Delaware, and then part of me doesn't. Does that make sense? No, it absolutely does because you don't know it, if you're. It's just going to be a bother to them, right? But at you the know. same time, I don't want someone else to have to deal with that guy. That's crazy. Hmm. Service is Maybe gone. we're not the first ones that he did that oh, to. Oh, I'm sure we're not. I'm sure we're not. I mean, ser- And nobody else has turned service- around and done anything about it. Right. Service guys come here to work on our stuff. We're offering them coffee, water. Right. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. Right. <laughs> but no, I mean, we're very... Um, because for years, we have worked in the um, service industry, you know, for direct customer contact yeah. type of thing. Oh, sure. So we know and what it's like to depend on, you know, the hospitality of others. And I and, and I am with, you know, my... With my service, my computer service, I, right. I'm in that industry, right? And I go out of my way to make sure that I, you know, I mean, I want my customers to, I want their problems solved, and I don't want them, I don't want them to feel like it, it was a hassle to get right. it done. Absolutely. So I don't know what's going on out there, folks, with yeah, uh, we, with, with we, service, but holy moly! GE of Delaware. GE Appliances of Delaware. Okay. So I'll hashtag everybody it too. out there, yeah. Everybody out there. Go on whatever their website is and berate them. And give them bad remarks. If you've had problems with them. No, I no, I don't care. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I do. No, I do care. But no, for real. I mean. Because in the same token, I wish I knew who the second guy was. So I can give him a good review. Right. You know? Right. Uh, The guys that deliver our washer. Exceptional guys. Third party, you know. It wasn't from the people that we ordered it from, but I wish I could give them a great review, you know? Yep. But then you have these, you have this person here and there that just bring it completely down. Right. I see that. She's pointing at the clock. Like, tick-tock, 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 (laughs) tick-tock. Right. Anyway, so, so what yeah. she's saying is, is is it's getting a little long, and I need to uh, cut for so she can get a drink. Right. That's what she's I saying. I need a drink. Yeah. Yeah, you need I'm, a drink. I'm parched. <laughs> all right. Well, we're, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll all take a drink, let you take a couple seconds, and uh, we will come back with more of the Joel Mahalik Show. Awesome. R- right after this. Yay. Yay. Be right back. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star, emergency. This is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? 
Oh my god, oh my god. I've locked myself in my car and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am, oh ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay, it's, it's just that the wind is rolled up and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes, oh my god. Now, does your car have automatic locks or? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um. The shiny thing. Grab the oh, shiny thing. I, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's my door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh, my God. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh my God! Thank you so much, Blonde Star. That's why we're here. Do you need anything? Else? Blonde Star, always on, cause you're always blonde. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 W O N, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Painful Podcast, as it's called tonight. Aww. Uh, the Joel Mahalik Show. And uh, no, it's it, the edge is gone. As I said, the edge is gone. I popped well, some of leaves. Yeah. And the edge is gone, but it's still there. It's weird. You know, I Maybe wor- if they just like rapid punch in the back, no, I don't, it'll calm I, it down. I don't think that's going to do anything except no? make me scream. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, it well, we don't want that. Worked on the truck yesterday, but I, I, I'm sure that I did nothing yesterday that would have done that. We were right. really careful and uh, used air tools, so it's not right. like we had, you know, to. Well, as you said, it happened while you were just starting to make your lunch. Yeah. Anyway. And well. Anyways. Yeah, we all have aches and pains. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so, uh, the website is jmtalk.net. Like you to come on by. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can read the blog. Check out the news. Absolutely. Listen anytime. Anytime on the twenty four seven stream. Linkable. Absolutely. Linkable and likable right there at the website. Woop woop. <laughs> Facebook is JM Talk, and Twitter is at WQYB Radio. Um, it, so remember, tax time is fast approaching. So uh, everybody needs to uh, remember that it's time to pay the government. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, I, I I I dread it. I dread doing it. 
we haven't done it for a while. We actually hired out, and I yeah decided had, to cut that expense because it, you know you got to cut your expenses. Yeah, you know absolutely. And as you were clearly pointing out to me earlier when we were discussing it, because I used to do our taxes. Yes. Yes. And then we hired this guy, and he had been doing it for the past four years. Maybe longer, because yeah. prior prior to him. You always, <laughs> when I'm discussing a time. Well, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was shorter then. Is that what you want to hear? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you want to hear? You always question. I'm not questioning my, anything. I'm offering an anyway, opinion. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I forget what I was talking about, but. Yeah, we hired this guy, um, and he had been doing it for the past so many years. Whatever years you say. And I'm afraid to. (laughs) (laughs) And this year you did them, which is fabulous. I broke down. Put that accounting degree to work. (laughs) Yeah, I broke down and bought a, a software because I was doing it manually. And you remember the night I was in here doing it manually. I I think I said every curse word in the book. I know. And maybe invented some. (laughs) (laughs) There was just no way. Yeah, so um, this, for the first time in God knows how many years, uh, we've got our taxes done in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And a whole lot cheaper than we have. So don't Mm -hmm. forget tax day is approaching. Yes, well, you know, it's not the 15th anymore. It, you, a couple of years ago, they changed it. Don't you remember? To the Well, whatever it is, I need to know because I, the, I'll, I'll, I will e-file. I haven't filed yet. I did the work, but I will e-file the Fed. Everything, oh. else, everything else is going out on paper. <laughs> I'll spend the stamps for that. So as she's looking up tax day, so yeah, so it's here. It's like, and I don't know why there's so much stress involved in it, and um, not to get uh, not to get very political because we don't do that on this program. But you know, I hear a lot of rumblings from people. They're like, "Well, I didn't get back what I what I usually get back, and this and that." And I try to tell people, "Here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. You're not supposed to get anything back." It's supposed to be an even exchange. Realize exactly. this. Yeah. It, it, if you go, well, I'm used to getting $2,000 or more back. Well, guess what? That means you gave that money to the government and they've been collecting interest on it for themselves that they're not going to give you. You know, the idea is not to hmm. owe. The idea is not for them to owe you anything. The, the idea right. is to say, well, this is my tax. Oh, look, I paid that tax. And, and I'm all done. paid the exact amount. Yeah. And you don't owe, they don't owe you, and Bob's your uncle. Now, now, I don't understand. Like, on our federal, we came within $100, which is good. Yeah. And then, yeah. Our, and then like, 300 and something in for the state of Delaware. What the hell's wrong with the state of Delaware? Well, we always owe them. Yeah, we do. We we've been here fifteen years, and we always owe this state. That's weird. I don't we, know how they're yeah. doing their taxes. So I'm I'm incorrect. It, it is, is the fifteenth. Oh. Um, I just thought a couple years ago they switched it to the maybe a couple seventeenth or the maybe 19th because the fifteenth fell on a weekend. Possibly, but I thought that they had decided to keep it that day 
Right. But, hey, I've been wrong once before in my life. <laughs> so, so remember, folks, you're supposed, to, twice. you're supposed to calculate your exemptions and whatnot week, you know, like week to week. So you don't owe and they don't owe you. If they owe you, then you're giving them the bigger piece of the pie because they're collecting interest all year long on your money. Right. So I, I actually like the way it worked out for us. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, that's the way it should be. Right. Um, so exactly. Get your taxes done. Listen, um, I told you I had some saves from Reddit. Um, I like that. Yes. I like Reddit. It's a it's a it's a great place to read a lot of different interesting things. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> earlier I was thinking, ooh, when I bring something up from Reddit, I can say, oh, and here's our Reddit on Reddit segment. I read it on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think that's really cool. But, but oh anyway, my God. see, this is what I have to live with. <laughs> so uh, twenty-two years. They have this great sub. They have a lot of great subreddits, uh, which are a subreddit is a um, uh, think of it as a page of, okay. of a particular subject matter. Okay. And they have one called "Today I Learned" or "TIL" for short. And they have and you. Uh, I learned a lot of great stuff on Today I Learned. It's facts that you, you probably didn't know. Okay. For instance, did you know that breakfast wasn't regarded as the most important meal of the day until an aggressive marketing campaign by General Mills in 1944? Wow. They would hand out leaflets to grocery store shoppers, urging them to eat breakfast, while similar ads would play on the radio. Wow. So when I read this... I was really surprised because I thought that there was a lot of scientific stuff to what right? I've heard all my life. And now it's just a bunch of happy horse poopy. Yeah. I thought breakfast Dr- was the most important day. And you barely ago. eat breakfast, so I'm like, you've got to eat breakfast. It's I the know. most important meal of the day. So I was right. So General Mills made me do it. Right? But who knew? That's crazy. So what is the most important meal of the day? That's really the question now. Now that I, now that this has been stricken from my record. Wow. What is the most important uh, I meal? I don't know. I don't have one. Well, if you're diabetic, they're all important. Yes, if you're diabetic, you're <laughs> supposed to have six small meals a day. And yes. <laughs> small, not... You know, turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy and all that. Well, that was just my breakfast. Right. And then I was supposed to eat at, what, 10 and then 12 and then 2 and then (laughs) 4 and then 6. I'm just saying I can't follow that pattern as a diabetic because, I, first of all, you know, your life gets in the way. Absolutely. If I was wealthy and didn't have to work, I could sit here and eat six small meals a day. Right. In between binge watching my Netflix, but that's not the case. <laughs> I have to drag my ass out to work. I know. Me too. So um, I'm not saying I go to work every day because Lord knows I don't. So I... breakfast is not the most important. We've been lied to. Right. We have been lied to. For how many years does that make it now? Forty-four. Well, forty-four to. So 44 to year, year 2000 is, uh, what, 56. And then, yeah. 
More than that, because 56 years to get from 44 to two, 1944 to 2000, and then 19 more years. So almost 20 more years. Put 20 on 56, you're looking at 76, so you're eight years. I was right. <laughs> Remember that accounting degree you yeah. were talking about? I, yeah, I had to exercise it. <laughs> I did it a little easier. I just wanted to make sure I was still using algebra this, this late in the it. life. <laughs> this is how I did it. 44 to 2044 is 100 years. Deduct 20 from that is 80. Well, is that the common core way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's how I figured it out. Okay. All right. So, uh, you found a, uh, you found I a, a, did. A, a oh my God. This was so funny. Uh, the title alone, Rhino Poacher, Rhino Poacher killed by an elephant and eaten by lions. I mean, this is <laughs> <laughs> talk about karma. Yeah. <laughs> karma, bad day. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, yeah, no, that was totally karma. That is so cool. So a man suspected of being a rhino poacher killed last week by an elephant and his remains devoured by a pride of lions at a South African park. Wow. Um, See, that's what you get. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Four of the dead man's accomplices were arrested, according to authorities. Uh, they told his relatives that they had been in the park to poach rhinos uh, last Tuesday night when he was killed uh, by an elephant. Wow. So they broke, I, I, I presume they broke into the park. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a second. Now, South African Park. So this could be like a wildlife preserve, like a, yeah. like a state park. So maybe they yeah. didn't break in, but... Right, they're in there still, at night, obviously to poach rhino. What is it on rhinos that you? What are you the poaching? The horn. The horn is um, really. I think it's made of ivory. Oh, really? So they can tickle Something the ivories? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> ow, ow. Um, oh my goodness! So the, presumably they're in there when they're not supposed to be. Right. And and you get killed by an elephant. You know, and then and eaten then by lions. Eaten by lions. <laughs> I mean, it's listen. It's it's, uh, I love it's not how funny. Karma. It's not it, like we're laughing because you can't help that it, it, it that the circumstances are funny. Because a bitch. Yeah, well, and we're probably gonna get hate mail now because we're laughing at this guy. Well, you know, we're laughing at the situation. Right, we're laughing at the way the not New York guy. Times wrote the title of the story. All right, right. Funny, funny writing. That's all. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> But meanwhile, don't go poaching big game in a big game park. Right? Apparently, uh, they fight back and they have friends. <laughs> Apparently, they have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, elephants have problems with you trying to poach your friends, the rhinos. <laughs> and the lions. The lions are like, they're, they're like the mafia. They're just hiding the bodies. Right. <laughs> in their bellies. <laughs> yummy, yum, yum. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so the managing executive of the park, Glenn Phillips, offered his condolences to the family of the dead man who was not identified. Um, well, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said it was sad to see uh, the daughters of the man mourning the loss of their father, and worse still, only being able to recover very little of the remains. Um, what if they needed a toothpick to get the remains? Hey, man, pull yourself together. 
<laughs> so uh, uh, let's see. So here's uh, you were saying that the rhino horn. You're correct. It's worth about nine thousand per pound in Asia. Right. Uh, it is a prized ingredient in traditional Chinese medicine, and is considered a status symbol. Right. Nine thousand a pound. So I wonder what one horn actually weighs. I mean, is it more yeah. than a pound? I, oh, I mean, it's, obviously, yeah, yeah, because a horn is like huge. Yeah, but it's not like a, a it, it's it's not hollow. I can't go. Oh my god! Is it solid? Yes. Okay. I don't know these things. I don't hang out with rhinos. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Mind blown. <laughs> wow. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so they're worth 9000 a pound. 9000 And you figure a typical horn weighs about... Yeah, about what? Come on, expert, zoologist here. Uh, probably about 50, 75 pounds. Really? Yeah. Are you sure about least. that? I'm going to look that up after the show. I'm going to look it up right well, now. Well, you, you better hurry up. There's not a whole lot of time left but right. for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sharon is looking up to see what the average weight of a rhino horn is. Watch it come back and be like a hundred pounds. So then you have a hundred times nine thousand. That's three, four, five zeros. That's in the low millions, like nine million dollars. Nine million dollars. So what's the typical weight? Um. The research assistant's not very fast. <laughs> Remember, folks, uh, the 24-7 stream is available at jmtalk.net. Uh, and you can also su subscribe to this madness so you can get it each week on your favorite player. Like iTunes and Spotify and one iHeartRadio, Google Play. I mean, I think we have all the big ones covered. Um. So 132 pounds. What? Wow. Thank you. All of them weigh 132 pounds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well obviously that's what makes poaching such uh right. worth the risk, I guess. Yeah. But he paid the ultimate price. Yep. Yes, he did. So I think the the message that we're delivering here is stay the f out of South African parks. Right, trying or, to poach rhino horns. Right. Jeez, wonder what would have happened back in the day with the cavemen trying to poach uh, brontosaurus. Oh my God, we you know? should poach poachers. <laughs> <laughs> then we become poachers of poachers. That's right. right. Wow, that sounds that, that sounds a little bit like the dishwasher thing. What the way you were just saying that? Cause, you know, uh, the, the, recently it was going around like something about you know, uh, something about the dishwasher becomes the dishwasher. You know. Okay. <laughs> and it, it just seemed like that's where you were going. You were right. starting to go well, that way a little bit with it. Yeah, we should poach poachers. Crazy. Absolutely. Uh, coming up after the break, uh, we have a new Wombat of the Week and a new Honor Thy Heroes to Crown um, uh, on the program. And um, and we'll tell you how you can share in that part of the show because yeah. you can. Uh, also you absolutely can. And, you know... I think we should come up with a contest. You keep saying that. I know. Every other I, show you every have this idea for show. a contest. 
And I, I never come up with a contest. Well, go work on it. You got to, you know. All right, bye. Don't, <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, my goodness. Maybe if maybe if they if they had, like, um, uh, paint-by-number contest As I ideas. was saying that, I was like, oh, my God, I always say this. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, at least at, you recognize so I now do. you just have to work on it. Yeah. And then you have to buy the prizes. Oh, I have no problem with that. <laughs> None at all. Maybe you can give out rice rolls. <gasps> <Shh>, never. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so yes, yeah, so that's what's coming up in the home stretch of the show, as we call it. Um, and uh, we'll tell you how to get involved uh, when I come back. And you're you're leaving. I am leaving. You're leaving. Fine. I'm literally leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are literally leaving. Literally leaving to go get me pain meds. Yes. All right. Get some leave for you. All right, folks. I'll be back, and I'll tell you about uh, a new hero and a new wombat coming up right after this. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, well, I'll be back. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, this is the home stretch, as we like to call it, or as I like to call it. Uh, and this is where we include uh, such things as our Wombat of the Week segment and Honor Thy Heroes, both of which that we will get to shortly. The website, jmtalk.net. That's the easy way now to get to joelmahalik.com. And from there, you can subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to the 24-7 stream. If you want to hear me all day and night, you can. And uh, also, you can uh, read the blog, uh, get the news, which I will admit, the news is not as updated as it could be, should be. And I apologize for that. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get some more of that going uh, for you in the near future. But the website, is, that's where, that's really the, that's the starting ground, right? That's where you go to get started. Uh, on your journey through our universe. Um, so, uh, also a reminder, I know I don't say this enough because the papers the papers are all messed up on my desk. Uh, we do have a text line. So if you're listening and you have this thought and you, and, and you don't want to lose it, you know, texting such a big thing, you can just hop on and text us at 484-429-6061. 484-429-6061. You can text the show. Uh, I mean, it's not live, but if you have a thought, sometimes it's easier to send a text than it is to open up the email and get an email going, right? If you want to email me, you can email Sharon or myself at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So, there you go. 
Uh, but listen, folks, you know, uh, summer's around a corner. You know, the weather's starting to get nice. And that means people are going to be traveling. And I just wanted to uh, point out, you know, last summer on the program, uh, we spent a lot of time, you and I, talking about uh, bad drivers. And that is only going to get worse now because uh, summer is coming. And more people will be on the roads traveling. And that means more opportunities for uh, tragedy. And we here at the Joel Mahalo Show, we want you to be with us every Sunday night. Or well, every Sunday when the show drops. Every week when the show drop, drops. I'm so used to being on the air live Sunday nights. And uh, we here at the Joel Mahalo Show want to be here every week for you. And in order to do that, you have to be safe and we have to be safe. And we don't want to see that kind of tragedy all the time. And so I would ask you to uh, make sure that everybody in your vehicle is buckled up when you're traveling, even if it's to work, even if you're going out to dinner. Uh, you don't just have to exercise more caution when you're going uh, down the shore or, or going uh, you know, camping or whatever. Watch your surroundings. Be wary or be... Alert to everything around you when you're driving. When you're driving, don't text. Don't talk on the phone. Pay attention around you. Have someone else in the vehicle, if you have other people with you in a vehicle, have them handle the controls for you. You know, uh, that's the way it was when we were growing up. Dad drove the car. We worked the CB radio. We worked the music. We worked with, you know, the, the technology of that day. It was the person in the passenger seat's job to work those different functions. Let the driver drive. And uh, so just a little reminder from me and from, you know, obviously Sharon feels the same way. We want everyone to be safe. So that's sort of like our public service message with the summer coming. Be safe. Pay attention when you're driving. So, all right. Moving on then to the final stretch of the show. Uh, we're going to do the Wombat of the Week, which, you know, you can join in on the fun by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmahalik.com or better yet, joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a message on our Facebook page at JM Talk. So send me the stories of stupid people doing stupid things. Uh, and this week's story is no different, uh, and it comes to us out of Florida. All righty. So, uh, a Florida man uh, was arrested minutes after leaving prison last week. According to police records, he was stealing from a car in the prison parking lot. Yes, he got out of prison for burglary, and broke into a car in the parking lot of the prison. According to the man's arrest affidavit, Michael Casey Lewis, age 34, had just been bonded out of St. Lucie County Jail in Fort Pierce. Moments later, however, officers spotted him acting suspicious in the parking lot. The suspect pleaded innocence as he claimed to be waiting for his girlfriend. However, 
To his misfortune, security 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 footage clearly shows him checking for unlocked cars and finally getting into one. Arresting officer Neil Laitman reported Lewis finally handed him a brown paper bag with the items he stole from the car, which included an iPhone 7, a debit card, four packs of cigarettes, and $547 in cash. Uh... <laughs> So the officer from St. Louis County Sheriff stated in his affidavit, I placed Lewis in handcuffs and escorted him to our booking intake area. Uh, first of all, when you get out of uh, jail for burglary, maybe not burglarize a car in the jail parking lot. I don't know. It's just, it's just an idea that I had, uh, you know... And who's keeping debit cards and cash in an unlocked car? You know, this always fascinates me. The things that people keep in unlocked cars. You know, a couple of weeks ago, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, who I follow on Twitter, uh, they, they, they have this great program. Uh, I've, I, I'm trying to think of the exact name. Uh, it has something to do with 9 p.m. and locking your car doors. And they have a hashtag... I'll get it. I'll have it for next show. And they always publicize that. It's like a, a regular public service announcement. And a couple of weeks ago, they reported that in the past uh, couple of months or the pa- or, or, or whatever the, 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 the segment of time was, that uh, a high number, it was a high number of handguns stolen from unlocked cars. And... It made me think, why would you keep a handgun in your unlocked car to the amount of such that the police off the, the, the sheriff's office is putting out a tweet talking about lock your cars because guess what? This is what was stolen and, it, and it's a high number of guns and money. $547 in cash out of one car, which was unlocked, is ridiculous. So... Two-folded message here, of course. One, uh, you get out of jail for burglary. Don't burglarize cars in the parking lot of the jail you just got out of. That's one. And two, for everyone else, what? Uh, lock your doors. I mean, what are you keeping in your car? You know? Anyway. And so because of these efforts of, uh, of uh, Mr. Lewis, <laughs> he turns out to be the Wombat of the Week this week on the program. Uh, for the uh, simple case of being so stupid that he that he goes right back to jail. Wow. So uh, he was released again on an, on another bond, but um, I, I I don't think his problems are over. You know uh, that's a pretty bad repeat offender when you you can't even get out of the parking lot. Of the prison you were just released from, without, without doing the the crime again. They do say if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Maybe he's gonna. Maybe he's. Maybe he can't wait to do the time. I don't know. And maybe he wanted to get back in. You don't know. <laughs> Never know. But anyway, send me the stories. Uh, not that I don't have enough to go through. Believe me. So. Um, now, the 
other segment that we do in the final stretch, uh, and even more popular than our Wombat of the Week, is um, Honor Thy Heroes. Now, this is where we uh, put on display everyday heroes for amazing things that they do. And, um, and it also, we want to remind everybody with these stories that, you know, there's, there's hope for humanity. There's, there's great people out there. Uh, and it's also, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm countering, I'm trying to counter the mainstream media's ignorance to the good people in law enforcement and, and, uh, and first responders and such because you know that they want to sell their bad news and bad stories about it and there certainly are bad stories uh not here not here we want to talk about the good things we want to talk about the the good things that the police do we want to talk about um what we've extended it to firefighters even dispatchers ems and now we're going to start extending it to everyday people all i want to do is honor everyday heroes that's what i want to do and that's what we're doing here and this is sort of like a this is like a double because not only it, uh, this week's honor thy heroes honors a police officer but it also honors uh, our like an everyday hero like we talked about uh and this story is about a texas police officer and a truck driver uh, who work together to help save a suicidal teen from jumping off a bridge so uh this happened in arlington texas a truck driver minding his own business might have saved the life of a suicidal teenager in a dramatic video that was released by police in North Texas. Um, this is from earlier in April. Um, so this is probably, this is last week actually. I'm saying early in April. We are early in April. This past Wednesday morning, police in Arlington received a 911 call reporting that a teenage boy was threatening to jump off an overpass along Interstate 20 near Kelly Elliott Road. The police department told uh, the the public uh, in a Facebook post. When officers arrived, they found the teen straddling the overpass barriers, threatening to jump. Acting quickly, Arlington Police Department Corporal Derek Sheriff flagged down uh, a passing trucker on a highway and enlisted him to park underneath the overpass so if the teen were to jump, he would have landed on the trailer. The officer planned on getting more trailers to line up underneath the bridge, but just as the first truck pulled underneath the bridge... Video shows the teen jumping on the top of the trailer. Uh, police said that he was uninjured. Uh, so, according to the police department, they say a special thanks to our commercial drivers who lent a helping hand this morning during the intervention. Um, and then they were able to take the teen into custody and get him help to get through his crisis. So, this is what I meant everyday heroes you know first of all uh you know the expectation is or or should be and i think it is in most cases that the police is there to help you and so here's a police officer trying to help somebody and then he goes out of his way you know he could he could sit there and, and attempt to talk the teen down and that's the terminology i think they use talk the teen down, talk the person down from their crisis, at least to the point of being able to get them out of the, uh, out of the situation and into uh, better hands. Uh, and he took a minute, or whatever amount of time it took, to flag down a trucker, taking his attention for that moment away from the teenager. Think about this. 
Think about how these events culminate together and work. He has to take his attention away from the teen for a, some specified amount of time to ask a trucker to go down and put his truck under that underpass. And it turned out that it was good thinking by the police officer and it worked because the kid did jump. He jumped and he landed on top of the trailer. And saved his life. So this is... Uh, so the truck driver, obviously, we are honoring him as well. On a, it's Unfortunately, we don't have his name. But I would hope if this gets out the way our post on Honor Thy Heroes gets out, he finds out that we are honoring him. And also, uh, Corporal Derek Sheriff for his quick thinking. And it's... Uh, we here thank both of them. And they, I mean, they saved a teenager. A teenager in crisis. I mean, that's, this is one of the greatest stories that we've had on this segment. They saved a teenager's life and, and they're getting him the crisis intervention help he needs. Teenagers shouldn't be thinking about suicide. So our hats are definitely, definitely off to Corporal Derek Sheriff. Uh, the truck driver that helped him, that assisted him by putting his truck under the underpass, his trailer, allowing the, the teenager who decided to take the jump to land there instead of further down, avoiding injury and possible death. They are both, they share the spotlight this week on Honor Thy Heroes here on the Joel Mahalik Show. And we thank, we thank them for their service to the community and so uh, again the, the email is joelmaholicradio at gmail.com uh, send me your stories send me your everyday hero stories so we can blast them out to, the, to everybody and they'll go out on our social media wire so that's that so anyway, kiddies, as we come to a close of this week's podcast, um, remember that uh, next weekish, next weekish, is when you have to have your taxes in, and if you're not, you have to have your extensions filed, and all this crazy tax time stuff that we hate. But I, I, I want to keep reminding you so you get it done. All right. So until the next time we get together. And hopefully my back feels better then. Um, I want everybody to behave yourself. Behave yourselves. I do. Behave yourselves. Please be careful on the roads driving. Take care of each other. Love and don't hate. Love and don't hate. I'm, that, that's going to be our new campaign here. And we will catch you next time on the Joel Mahalik Show on the next podcast. Have a good week, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>